Hello, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies, the podcast that introduces you to coaches, entrepreneurs, and other experts who can help you live life more vibrantly. I'm your host, Lisa the Life Coach. I'm a mindset and anxiety coach, as you may know by now. (laughs) And today I had an amazing guest. Her name is Yinka. And Yinka is an excellence strategist, which I absolutely love, and coach as well. So it was amazing to hear her story, the things that that she's experienced, um, you know, going through kind of the, the bust that we all went through in 2009. You know, she was an investment in investment banking and she was pregnant with her second child, recently purchased a new home. <laughs> and of course, her industry was hit probably the hardest. And so, you know, she used that to develop excellence in, in every area of her life and It was just fascinating conversation, especially, you know, how she helps leaders and entrepreneurs and helps them, you know, develop these strategies for excellence in their life. And, you know, also we talked about how that doesn't mean perfection and how that whole thing plays out with with excellence standards and perfection and, and how that affects people and you know that was amazing I've I learned about thinking retreats which I'm going to start using in my life and we also talked about her book which is called Joab King David's top general and you know it's a book where she speaks about a very you know, influential general at one point, and the lessons that any leader can take from his life experiences, the positive and the negative, <laughs> and, you know, just how that, that story of, of his life illustrates the importance of, you know, developing your own personal character and your core values to support you, you know, as the leader that you want to be and really help you make an impact. So just an amazing interview. I was, you know, enthralled and I know you will be too. So I hope you enjoy it. And without any further ado, I will let Yinka take it away. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I'm super excited to be with you today. And as always, I have an amazing guest, and I'm looking forward to getting to know more about her and sharing that with you as well. But I will let Yinka introduce herself. Hi, Lisa. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me on. So my name is Yinka, Yinka Adjibenle. I'm an excellent strategist and coach. And what that means is I work with emerging leaders, entrepreneurs, small business owners, and women. I help them to develop processes and systems to help them attain the extraordinary results that they want or desire out of life or their business. I like that. Extraordinary results. That sounds good. (laughs) And I also like uh, the way that you describe yourself, the the excellent strategist. That's a very interesting way to put it. What brought you, like, how did you come up with that? You know, that what it was birthed out of my life story that I can, you know, briefly share with you. That's okay. Yeah, we, we would love that. In 2009, well, prior to 2009, you know, I Life was great. Life was good. You know, schooled in England, um, did part of my high school there, um, moved to the United States for my MBA. 
And it was great. I Right before I even finished grad school, I already had a job lined up with one of the largest investment banks in the world. And it was, you know, everything, life was great. But I call those days the coolest days. And I'll explain why in a minute. So it was fine, making great money. Um, you know, met my husband, got married. Um, d- during that time, we purchased our first home as well. And in 2009, the recession hit. And that, as you probably know, the financial services industry, which I worked in at the time, was impacted the most. And I remember just watching department after department being laid off. And I knew it was just a matter of time before it touched my department. So literally it happened. The inevitable happened. Everyone in my department was laid off, including me. So uh, in 2009, I found myself without a job. I was heavily pregnant with my second child. Recently just purchased a home on Long Island, New York. And I just... It was petrifying. I'd never been in that kind of situation before. In as much as, you know, like with all of the education and the exposure, I just really was clueless. I just, I guess my self-worth and everything I knew was tied to what I did. So I found myself in a situation of where I just, it it was very scary. And that led to um, a long journey of self-development, personal development, one of the climaxes of that period was, um, I remember I was at a, re- a doctor's appointment, you know, heavily pregnant. I was, I think I was about eight months pregnant at the time. And the doctor said to me, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever it is you're doing, it's, it's causing a lot of stress and it's impacting your baby as well. So if, it's, if you don't want me to put you on bed rest and if you don't want you or the baby to suffer in distress you need to you need to quit stressing and just stop whatever it is that you're doing I remember just sitting there and just thinking you know I I can't help it like you know I don't have a job just bought this house and you know (laughs) but I remember at that moment I said to myself I didn't even know how that was going to happen this was you know years and years ago I said to myself that I would never be in that situation again I said I'll never find myself in that situation where it was just, you know, just having that deep sense of hopelessness. So that led to a long journey of self-development, personal development. And the one thing that kept coming up over and over for me was excellence. I just saw over and over that it's going to be impossible to actually attain anything of great worth if you're not a person of excellence. We all know that term of excellence is not perfection. It's not perfection, but it's just being, you know, being your best self, just always working on yourself, improving yourself. And so literally I just took every single area of my life and just worked on it, starting from finances to just every single area, relationships. And it's been an ongoing journey for me. And it was in, it was in the midst of all of that, that my purpose as an excellent strategist and a coach was birthed. So it's, you know, I breathe, I leave excellence, literally. I just, I just, I just feel it's for you too. I think it's, you know, I've seen it work in my life and the principles that I've applied to my life and I've, you know, I've seen the big dividend it's paid me and I've been able to apply that to, you know, the clients, to small business owners. And yeah, so in a nutshell, that's my story. And that is quite the story. (laughs) That's pretty amazing what you've been through and then how you've 
you've used that, you know, to grow and develop and just really impressive. And, you know, what I like about that is that you, you are this person who you got the MBA, you lived in different countries, you work, you were working in investment banking, you were obviously a person of standards and excellence, as you say, and then you said, excellence is not perfection. And And I love that. I think, you know, I have to coach and work with people so much on letting go of perfection and they they immediately hear in that no standards you know you can't reach high and 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 have these things you know these excellence or the standards in your life and that's not what it means at all and you're a it sounds like you're a wonderful example of that <laughs> thank you no it's not one of the things i realized particularly for high achievers it's always you know it's always wanting to attain that really high standards. I mean, high achievers anyway, leaders in particular, you know, Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of leaders, business owners are, you know, naturally leaders and majority of them have high standards, but then it's, there's a very thin line. There's a very gray line. You just, you have to be able to balance it to know that, okay, you know what? I might not be a 10 in this area. It's fine, but I've made great progress. I was a two, but you know, I've made, you know, great progress. If I'm a seven right now, that is okay. It's just knowing um, when to say, okay, you know, that's fine. Because otherwise it'll just be this, you know, crazy pursuit of excellence, which would always, always elude you. So it's just knowing that, okay, you know what, then doing the regular evaluation, Okay, so maybe, for example, I'll give a, a, a very good example of a client that I'm working with right now in the area of time management. And, um, you know, he's a, a, t- a typical type A, great leader, and, you know, and it's just, I always, always have to remind him that, you know, it's you've made great progress. This is how far you've come, and that is fine. You know, there's no destination so to speak but if you keep looking at where you've come if you once you the the habits the systems and the processes that you have in place just continue to be consistent with them and you'll continue to um reap the rewards but because you know perfection is elusive so it's just (laughs) knowing how to balance that right exactly and i think that's the the trap that a lot of you know like you said the type a that the higher achievers fall into is they have to sacrifice their happiness because they're so attached to this idea of perfection that, you know, they can't be happy because they're still trying to get there. And then the goal moves and then the goal moves. (laughs) That's true. true. Yes, that's true. Yes. So then tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you work with people. Like, what is that? I come to you and I'm like, all right, what's my strategy for excellence? Um, It depends. (laughs) It's, you know, usually it's, when my clients come to me, it's usually they have a pain point that they're that they need help with. So we start from whatever you know the pain point and really analyze it. What I'm really good at, I'm a visual learner, and I, I you know I learn from stories. I'm able to very easily you know pick apart and pull out the lessons and the importance from stories. So usually they have pain points, be it you know with time or you know they're making. You know, the business, for example, maybe they, you know, issues, big issues with customer service or, you know, the staff. So they come with the pain points. And I mean, just, you know, we have like a, a regular a discovery session where I just talk to them and I just, you know, they do most of the talking. And, 
you know, from all of that, I'm able to, you know, pull out the information that I need. And then I'm able to, you know, come up with a system. Sometimes they're like, okay, you know, so these are the goals. I get a lot of, oh, these are the goals. Goals are great. You know, I'm all for goals, but if then with goals is this. If you, if you want to um, hit a target, maybe once or twice, a goal is great for that. But if you're looking for repeated, consistent success, you need a system. You need a process that's tailored to your particular situation. As been tested, that system is what will get you the consistent results. So for a lot of my clients, we come up with a system, analyze the pain points, and then we work on it together. And then I help them develop a system that's tailored to their particular needs, that addresses their particular pain points and issues. And then I also serve as their accountability partner as well, because it's not that, I mean, they're, I mean, a lot of people I work with, I mean, they are brilliant. I mean, there are so many brilliant, brilliant individuals. And sometimes they know this stuff. And a lot of times it's maybe just having that accountability partner or maybe just having someone to help them structure that system. They might know bits and pieces, but then I come and then help them structure it. And then they have a system to follow. And I serve as their accountability partner. Absolutely. I, I completely understand that. I've been in that situation a lot of times because I, I love to learn. So it's like, I might know what I need to do and even how to do it. And it's just like, it's not happening. <laughs> I need <Yeah>. guidance. <laughs> I need someone to sometimes maybe be like, okay. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, you know, we all do, particularly when we're, it's sometimes, you know, we all need someone that, you know, every now and again, that would come and look at the entire situation from a pilot perspective, you know, from mm-hmm. a pilot perspective, because it's, because you're the one doing the work. It's your business. It's, there are times when you would miss things. You wouldn't see things that maybe like a consultant or a coach that looking at it from the outside would see. So you know, so when I bring up things like, oh, yeah, you know, I knew that, but I didn't even know. So that's in, in that situation, it helps to have, you know, a strategist that would help you strategize and come up with system and processes addressed to your particular need or situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm also like glad that you said that about, you know, goals versus like systems, because I mean, that makes perfect sense. A lot of people are like, I would like my goals to manage my time better. Well, that that's every day for the rest of your life. That's not that's not like a one time goal situation. Like you said, that's finding a process that works for you and helps you manage your time. And then also, I would assume as you develop that process that teaches you, you know, how to do that so that in the future, if that process isn't working for you. You can, you know, develop a new one that fits, you know, whatever changes have come about. Yes, I'm definitely. And it has to be measurable as well. You know, we can just say, oh, okay, like, so this is the system. But then it's just, you know, we have like follow up sessions where we do a lot of evaluation. Okay, so how is it working for you? And there are, because, you know, and there are times where we have to tweak it because it's very different for each individual. Okay, so maybe, you know, I tried this for three weeks. You know, I struggled in this area. All right, fine. So let's, tweak it a little bit because it has to be what works for you. There's no one hat fits all. It has to be what works for your particular situation or what works for your business, basically, because, you know, we're all very different. Businesses are different as well. So it's just in those follow-up sessions, the strategy sessions, that's where we discover, okay, this is what works for you. You tweak it this way and then we'll see and like that. But usually a lot of my clients, once they find that system or process that works for them, it's, you know, they run with it. 
And at the beginning, a lot of them need, a, you know, an accountability partner. Like you have to check in just to be sure that because if you don't actually follow through, you won't get the results. That takes discipline. That's a lot of discipline. So just having a coach or someone in your corner to, you know, just to check in to ensure that you're doing what you're supposed to do to get the results. It makes a world of difference. Absolutely. I mean, you have a lot going on. You're you're learning, you're implementing this new process, you're evaluating it. Maybe develop the discipline. Yeah, sure. But right now you can have someone handle that part for you. Take a little off your plate. (laughs) (laughs) And you've mentioned evaluation several times. So obviously having a, a system or a practice of evaluating things is very important. Right. Yeah, it's key because you can... Again, you know, if you have whatever, like, even if something even if you, you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to come up with this new habit, it has to be measurable. It's, you know, you have to be able to see the progress that you're making. So you can just have a system and then not, and just let it, you know, run its course without, you know, taking the time out to really look like, okay, so this is where I started. This is where I'm, I am right now. Okay. So how much progress have I made? Am I seeing changes? You know, did the situation get worse or did it get better? It could be maybe every week for some people, depending on the situation. For it could be maybe quarterly. It just it varies, but it's so important to evaluate. I'm a big believer in evaluation. Just always, just, just always look at things because otherwise, you just you know you don't want to keep doing the same thing. And then after about six months, realize that oh, maybe I should have you know changed that in the first month and then I would have gotten, you know, better results there. So just evaluating because otherwise it just, it becomes a routine. You're just going through the motion, you, you, you know, Oh, you know, I have a process, I have a system and I'm just gonna, it's just going through the routine. Routines are great. I think, you know, the human mind likes that structure, but evaluate it, make sure, excuse me, make sure it's giving you the results that you desire to attain. Otherwise, you know, you tweak it, you make the necessary changes. Absolutely. I can, I can already sense how that all kind of works and flows together, you know, developing those systems, but then also evaluating them to make the changes before you get to that, you know, that final one where they really like probably hit their stride and start running with it. So with this evaluation and you're working with these high performers, how do you manage or does it come up a lot? The idea of of failure? Usually when my clients come to me, you know, they're at that point where they just, they're like, you know, I've tried and I just, I need help really. So I always let them know this is a safe, it's a safe space and failure is, it's part, it's part of life's journey. It is part of life's journey. It's you can, you know, if you're working with someone who's never experienced failure, you know, maybe you need to reconsider. It is part of life's journey and out of, you know, failure, you know, the lesson it's not for me, I'm very big on life lessons as well. My book, it's, you know, it's on, it's, it's essential lessons on character. I'm, I'm just so I'm very big on life lessons because whatever situation, be it failure, even the success as well, pull the lessons out of that and then apply it to your life. So what, you know, if the successes, if pull the lesson from that, apply it to the next situation or whatever it is. And even the failures as well, what are the lessons? It's hard sometimes. It's not that easy because, you know, no one likes to, it's, no one likes to go through a situation or that didn't work out of failure. But again, you know, reflect on that, pull out the lessons. It will make you better. It would ensure that maybe you don't make those same mistakes 
or okay, you you would know to do things differently going forward. So Absolutely. yeah, we don't. I mean, we don't use the word failure, but usually they come and. But I just let them know, like you know, this is a safe place, and I share a lot of my story as well. Just like, hey, you know, I'm not here sitting on a pedestal, you know, telling what to do. Like I've been through this. This was birthed out of my life story, and I have enough <laughs> enough stories of failure to share with you. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> nothing to worry about. Absolutely, and I love that. You know, it's like that's just not even something that really. It's not a you're like it's not a word that comes up much that it's a failure, right? It's more it's, like I mean, I, I, I've I've had an issue come up. How do we how do we fix it? What do we do? Exactly. Here? Okay. Let's just yeah. Let's focus on the resolution. It's it, it's life. It's life happens to us all. It's like you know. Oh god, I have enough. Uh, you know, everyone has stories of failures. Be it you know like a failed marriage, a failed business. We've all. It's life. It happens to all of us. It's just you know we get the lessons, and then you know life goes on basically. Absolutely. And that was a, a fantastic point about also, you know, I'm I'm always hitting home about it's not failure, it's feedback and evaluating that. But you pointed out that you have to you have to evaluate the success too. If, oh, yeah. if you don't know what actually went right there, how do you do it again? Exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, like yeah, you have to know like what worked. What are the things that work? What are the things that are working in this situation? So it's being able to identify all of that because, because uh, you know, we live in a fast paced world because otherwise we're just going to see ourselves just going through the motions and just going through the motions. And the work we do is not as effective as it should be. But when we, you know, when we take the time to actually evaluate, like I'm like, I have like thinking sessions. I go on thinking retreats where, you know, take a couple of days, like quarterly where for a few days, all I just do is just think, just reflect, just evaluate stuff. Because I think that way it helped me to work better. I'm not just going through the motions. I can think clearly. I can evaluate stuff. I can come up with better systems and just look at the, the situation or whatever the issue is holistically, as opposed to just going and going and going. So, right. Yeah. That That's a fantastic practice. I, I, I think I'm going to start using that. I mean, even if you find something that works for you, if you're, if you've become like on autopilot and you never take that time to think and evaluate, then it's just a, a routine that's just running. So yeah. that's, that's a really good practice of, of taking that, that time out to, you know, look over, look over everything. Life changing. I tell you, life changing. A couple of days you just go because you get plenty of rest as well. You know, I don't like it's for me, it's more like rest and then just and just thinking. It's like like a thinking retreat, life changing because you come back, you know, rest. (laughs) (laughs) You come back a totally different person. And yes, it's paid me big dividends like over the the past months that I've been going on this retreat. Yeah, definitely recommending. Yeah, I recommend it to all my clients as well. That's fantastic. I love it. So you also mentioned that you're an author. Tell us a little bit about your book. Oh, great. Yes. I guess I'm a new author. So my book, it's called Joab King David's Top General. I here. <laughs> I love it. It's called uh, David's King, King David's Top General Essential Lessons on Character. And so the, the protagonist is this very well accomplished leader he was second in command to to King David, who was probably the most powerful king at the t- at that time. Second in command to him, he checked off all the boxes, you know, on the public front. It was every leader's second in command. 
but then he, there were flaws in his character. He was, again, it was a public success, but regretfully a private failure. And then you see how that spilled over into his work, into a lot of, a lot of the decisions that he makes as a leader. So basically, it's I detail his life story. And then at the end of each chapter, I pull out the lessons. I mentioned before, you know, I'm being a lesson. I pull out the lessons. So these are life lessons that any anyone can apply to themselves. You know, they are lessons of, on core values. We see how this very accomplished leader who he had very like his, his he didn't have strong core values and there were times when he found himself in compromising situation where as a leader he should have made better decisions but then he made poor choices and then the the sad part of that is as a leader with influence the choices that we make don't just affect us it affects others as well so you know identifying your core values as a leader, it's key because it's what drives you. It's what the, your decision-making process is birthed from the core values that you operate from consciously or subconsciously. So there are different lessons on leadership. There are different lessons for emerging leaders. You know, anyone that wants to learn on how to become, how to develop the, the right character traits that are essential for excelling as a leader, yeah, it's a great book for that. So it's just, this is just a, um, he's a character that I've been fascinated with for years and years. And the more I read his story and studied, studied his life story, all these lessons, you know, kept coming out. And I thought, you know, what, this is the time to put all of that into a book. So I worked on the book during the shutdown last year during the pandemic. Awesome. And I'm, I mean, I'm very interested in, in that as well. I grew up in a, in a Baptist household, so right. I've sat under a lot of teachings about Joab. Um, oh, I don't really remember many of the specifics. I'm sure if, if we started getting into it, I'd be like, oh, I remember that story. <laughs> but I do you know, remember that he was often spoken about and, and used as an illustration of you know things like that. So I think that's really interesting that that's the general that you chose. You know, what was it about, about him that you connected with? Well, you know, he was a no one, a nobody in a sense that became a very influential, very well accomplished leader. And just his story, because, you know, in the Bible, his story is in no chronological order. So I had to do a lot of research. I had to do a ton of research just to be able to, you know, put his story into some kind of chronological, into a sequence, a logical order for, for the reader. And so the more research that I did, it was just like, you know, you would see like what, I always wonder, I had all this question, like, why did, you know, why, why would he make decisions like that? Like he should have known better because he was a master strategist. He was a political figure. He was second in command to, to the king. And then you see him making all these errors. You see him, you see this character flow showing up over and over again. And then the, the deeper I dug, the more that I saw that, you know, it's, it's like, you know, in as much, and I see this a lot, like in as much as, you know, we're go-getters, we all want to be successful. You know, we all, you know, we all want our businesses to be successful. You know, we all want to do great things in life. However, it's important to also take out the time to work on self, right. to work on self, because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, it's your character. It's who you, you can't separate the two because it's, you know, we've all heard that saying of where, Maybe your accomplishments will get you to the top, but it's your character that sustains leadership, influence. Those two things are very weighty. If you don't have the right character traits, 
the core value to hold all of that up, it can destroy. Absolutely. It can destroy. It can it can lead to a person making decisions that they wouldn't even expect to make. And so we see that in Joab's story. We saw how, I mean, he was great. He was undefeated. He had a long tenure as well as a leader, over 40 years. But then you see, you know, again and again, making all this errors. And it all boils down to the fact that he didn't have very strong character traits as a leader. He didn't develop that personal side of him that was necessary to help him bear the weight of his influence, you know, the leadership, the position. Right. Absolutely. That that makes perfect sense with what you said, you know, being a, a public success, but a private failure. You know, obviously, at you know, he kept putting these public check boxes first and himself, you know, last. And you do get to a point where now there's a gap and you start making errors because you've not fully developed your your character to be that leader. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, it's 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 a very interesting story. You know, I, I get a lot of oh, I didn't know that about Joab. I'm like oh, um, well, I had to. I learned I unearthed on, on uh, on a lot of things as well. You know, during my research, but it's great. It's not just you know another Bible story, but it's a it's a great book. Any leader, any any person can pick it up, and they're at the end of each chapter, like I mentioned. They're a great lesson. There's an essential lesson at the end of the chapter that is very practical that you can apply to to your life. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's a, a good point there. You know, you talked about having to patch it together historically accurate and not just as it's presented, you know, in the Bible for different reasons than what you were doing here. Is it it's definitely then a book for about a leader that anyone could learn from? Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. It's, the yeah. his, the history and the the lessons learned and not ne- not necessarily connected to just religion or oh no no the, the the lessons are you know they're they're principles they're they're universal lessons and principles that if you apply them you would see the results and of course you know the story of Joab it is from the Bible so I, I, there are Bible verses there just to give credibility to his his life story, but the lessons, you know, all of the different lessons for, you know, there's at the end of chapter nine, for example, it says a leader will benefit greatly from identifying his or her values and setting strong boundaries. So those are the kind of lessons, lessons on setting boundaries, on values, on um, decision-making, on influence, on, on character. So those are the kind of lessons, those are universal lessons that are applicable to any one of us. Absolutely. I just, I was going to let everyone know that was my understanding too, so that they wouldn't, wouldn't look at it and be like, oh, this is a book for a certain faith or a certain religious type. Like, no, this is a book for leaders. Yes. 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 Developing the private, you know, the core values that, that support you. That's important for, for anyone that's trying to make an impact. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you can only get away with it for so long. If the work, if you don't do the required work, if you don't, if as for example, as a leader, if you're not growing, if you're not doing the, you know, working on self regularly, it gets to a point where it will become very obvious. People will see that like there's no, there's no, it gets to a point at a certain point, there's no dichotomy between, oh, your, you know, your public life and your private life. It's what you do in the private is what affects everything that you do in public, your decision-making process, the kind of leader, the kind of business owner that you are. So 
yeah, the work, it's important. It impacts everything else. Absolutely. And that, that parallels a lot to something that comes up with, with my clients, especially if they're, they're high achieving, they want to go, 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 give, 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 you know, and focus just on goal attainment and getting it done. And if you don't take that time for your personal development, your rest, you can't sustain that. You can't keep going, you know, to the next level if you're leaving that part unattended. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's that's key. And that's one of the reasons I go on this thinking retreat so I can rest because I can't be at my optimal when I'm burnt out. I can't, you know, I can't be a great mom. I can't be a great business owner. I can't even think straight when I'm, you know, operating at that edge of burnout. So it's key. It's key Absolutely. to figure out that. Yeah. I, I've heard it said many times. That's why people will say that they had a great idea, like in the shower, And it's because you finally were just, you know, you were going through your shower routine, let your brain slow down for a minute. And it was like, hey, I've been trying to tell you this. Right. Yeah, that's so true. That is so very true. (laughs) So there's a lot of things here that people are going to want from you. (laughs) How do they connect with you or work with you? Find your book? Where where are you? Where where can they reach you? I guess. Well, you can reach me on my website. It's yinkaadebenle.com, my full name, yinkaadebenle.com. So you can reach me there. And my book is sold on Amazon, Brands and Noble, really anywhere books are sold online. And then um, I'm on social media as well, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. My handle there is Ways of Excellence. Okay, and I will have that all in the show notes, but for those who are listening, maybe in the car and you know needed to hear that, we'll let you get that to them. Because I know that there are people who are going to want to know more about you and what you do and grab a copy of this book. So <laughs> we appreciate your your time today and for sharing you know, your, your amazing story, as well as the the things that you do for others with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. Great pleasure being here today. Absolutely. And I look, I actually look forward to grabbing a copy of that book. So I'm excited. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the work that you do. So impactful. It adds great value. (laughs) Thank you. And for those of you listening, reach out if, if, it resonated with you, you know, especially if you're a leader, an entrepreneur, a woman that's, you know, looking to to work on those strategies to bring that that excellence to your life that that you want. So reach out and Yinka will be definitely a good source of, of help for you when it comes to that. And just have a fantastic day and live vibrantly.